to this week's episode of the Hardwood Nation's Flagrant 2 podcast with myself, CL Anthony, and then Bryce Ward. What's up, brother? What's up, man? How you doing? I'm, I'm doing, man. I'm doing, man. I'm doing, you know, not the best night, but not the worst night, you know, uh, with the Miami Heat losing to Boston. Uh, but I, I knew they were going to lose. Uh, I, I wasn't wasn't <clears> too <throat> too shut by it. You still hate to see your team just give up most of the game. Yeah, well, I mean, it, shit happens, right? So... Uh, maybe they had good nights the night before in a bubble. Who knows? Um, but yeah, we, we can jump right into it. Eastern Conference Finals right now. The Miami Heat has the lead, two games to one on the Boston Celtics. Uh, what stood out to me last night was the Heat was a little lackadaisical on defense, um, or a little slow to respond to the Celtics. The Celtics actually made all the right adjustments uh, yesterday. So like I said, the Heat were slow to respond to that. Um but outside of that, it was just it was a typical game. The Celtics led for most of the game. The Heat came back with the last few minutes, got it within five, and then the Celtics pulled away again. Um, there was also a run that the Heat made, I believe, in the third quarter because they're down by 20. They made a run, got it down to like seven, and then instead of Boston choking like they have in previous games, they actually <clears> responded and had a quick 9-0 run of their own. And, dude, it was so quick. It was like within 45 seconds, the Boston – Boston Celtics scored nine points. I was like, wow. So they really responded um, to the Heat's challenge because um, a lot of people didn't know how the Celtics would come out, especially after their little meltdown the other night in the locker room. So kudos to them for stepping up after that. Um, how do you feel about that meltdown with Marcus Smart <clears throat> challenging his teammates pretty much, pretty much challenging them to get better? Um, just depending on, you know, his, I don't know, like, um, level and, uh, leadership on that team, you know, you gotta have someone get on everybody, you know, if it's, um, the coach can only do so much, you know, the players have to hold themselves accountable. And if one of those guys felt like, you know, especially smart, if he felt like he needed to speak up and, you know that's part of his role, then good for him <clears throat> because this was a must-win game, this game three. Um, they did, like you said, they did everything right in this game, but uh, <clears throat> maybe they, maybe some of the guys needed it. Maybe not all the guys needed to have that conversation the other night, you know, 
but the whole team's in there together. So, you know, <clears throat> maybe it needed to be said. Maybe it needed to happen because, you know, Boston's looked pretty good most of these playoffs. And then to come out, and so is Miami, not taking anything away from them, but to come out and get, you know, punched in the mouth and down 0-2, that's, that's not a position that I don't think Boston was ready to see themselves in. So <clears throat> that meltdown or that, that meeting in the locker room, everyone was yelling. Uh, apparently it was what they needed because they, they did come out and do everything right this game. Right, right, right. Yeah, they, they absolutely, absolutely did everything right. And then kudos to Brad Stevens because after the meltdown late that night, he actually called the Celtics leaders of the locker room together so they could air out some more things and come together as a unit. So they didn't let that night break them apart. So kudos to them for that. Um, another thing I'll say about the Heat, just to put the cap on it, just an observation that I saw a lot of the three-point shots that the Heat were making throughout the playoffs, again, were the best shooting team in the NBA this year as far as three-pointers, we didn't make yesterday. Um, so that's another thing that stood out. The three-point shooting <laughs> wasn't there uh, yesterday for Miami, so that's something they'll fix. Um, and we both predicted this series would be close, six or seven games, so it looks like we're going to head there. So, so tonight <clears throat> we have – hey, Riley. So tonight I think we have game two – of the Lakers and the Nuggets. Uh, game one, the Lakers dominated the entire game. Not the way we both originally thought. LeBron James actually was playing the role of facilitator. Anthony Davis was the one who was eating well all night. I believe he finished with like 37 points. LeBron James finished with like 15 points and 12 rebounds. Good game for him as long as AD's eating. So how do you feel about the Lakers-Nuggets matchup going forward? Well, see it's just interesting to me because you you always thought the Clippers were just going to give the Lakers trouble because of like their deeper bench, mm. you know, and now that we're not there, we get Denver. Denver is obviously a, <clears throat> a deep team too and plays really good team oriented basketball, you know, Jokic running everything. It's, <clears throat> It's almost like it just doesn't matter right now. Or at least game one, it, did, it like just didn't matter. And um, the Lakers, for not having on paper, like it seems as much depth, they're playing well in these playoffs right now. Rondo is getting the team moving well. He had some good passes the other night. <clears throat> I mean, from beginning to end, they pretty much dominated. I've been saying the whole playoffs that – LeBron James has to lead the team and do whatever it takes. So him not scoring a lot doesn't matter to me. I mean, he came out of the game early. He was, like, practically in the locker room with two minutes left walking back there because he was just done. You know, he doesn't have to. If Davis – if the rest of the team just does what they need to do and Davis can get what he wants, then LeBron James doesn't have to do that. Doesn't have to be crazy. And they have a lot of size to rival Denver. So it's – I don't know. These other teams have had a lot of trouble with Denver, but I just think this is like kind of L.A.'s time and their lack of depth or whatever has been their downfall throughout most of this season. It's just like, to me, is not much of a factor right now. Like those two guys, Rondo with his experience, and he's not as big of a key player, but even um, him, Dwight Howard. Dwight Howard had some um, uh, like 
game tone affecting plays the other night too. Like he's playing good in the limited role in minutes. So yeah. even though they're they're lack of depth, you know, it, they're getting worse out of the players when they're on the court. And having some of these guys who have been in the playoffs before, I think, is helping too right now. So the the Lakers look great. And I don't think this series is going to go to like six or seven. Oh, wow. I think five. I think five. I think Denver gets a game. <laughs> he calls the gentleman sweep. And, hey, I know, like, they've been – they've started slow and had comebacks this whole series. You know, and I'm not taking anything away from them. I just think – um I think Davis is going to continue to get what he needs. And as long as that happens, then I think the Lakers are going to pull this one out. Got it. Got it. All right. So let's move on. The NBA this week had a lot of announcements as far as the award season. So we had the all-NBA teams revealed, and then we also had the MVP. Um, I'm going to read to you the the All-NBA first team, which which did cause a little bit of chatter on Twitter as far as a couple of choices that were made. So you had LeBron James, James Harden, Luka Doncic, Anthony Davis, and Giannis. Those are the five players mentioned to the All-NBA first team. Are you good (laughs) with that lineup? Because I know we disagree on one player. Yeah, I mean... With, with the way these opinion votes can go, for I I I think you could supplement like one of those guys with someone else. But for the most part, I think those guys, all those guys, deserve to be there. Got it. Okay. <clears throat> oh, you know we disagree on this. We spoke about it earlier in the week because <clears throat> I didn't think Anthony Davis should have been on there. Anthony Davis should have been on the second team, and I believe he could have been flip flop with either. Jokic or Kawhi, who were on the second team, alongside of Damian Lillard, Chris Paul, and Pascal Siakam from the Toronto Raptors. So you can't go wrong with any pick because, like, all the players deserve to be on the first, second, or third team. But I just thought Anthony Davis shouldn't have been on the first team, um, especially with the season Jokic has had. Also, just to give give us some transparency, the third team, we had Russell Westbrook, Jason Tatum, Ben Simmons was a little like, okay. Uh, Rudy Gobert was another one. It's like, okay. And then Jimmy Butler in Miami, who was like, I'm, I'm all cool with that, of course. Um, but, yeah, so the third team got got a couple of surprises on there with Ben Simmons and then Rudy Gobert. How, what do you think about that? Well, I don't – it's just – it seemed like towards the end people were just like, uh, who else can I put down? Oh yeah, 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 I like I like these guys, and they put it down, and then everyone's looking at the end of their lists, and they're like compiling them. They're like, "Who?" Right, right. <laughs> all right, all right. They all put all right. Let's throw that one on there. It just yeah. you know, it's like a like I said, it's like voting, so you don't know what you're gonna get. I, it's it's just odd. Yeah, like the first team like argument, you know, in some eyes, in some opinions, it's like there's not an argument. It's not opinion. It's like, well, it shouldn't be Davis. It should be Jokic or something like that. You know, it's right. – right. so, I don't know. The end of these lists are, like, probably like a, a crapshoot. You don't know what you're going to get, basically. Right, right. It was like – and, you know, 
I, I'm a Russell Westbrook fanboy, but his name was even like, oh, okay, this year? I don't know if he should have been on there this year. So I was just like... <laughs> You know, just keeping it real and being transparent. You know, we, we try not to yeah. play we try not to play favorites on here. Um and then of course the MVP award. We have the back to back MVP and Giannis. Um again we discussed this the day that it was announced. Uh LeBron James discussed it a little bit as well. Did you see, did you hear about that? <laughs> uh, I didn't even before I even like saw the clip, I just saw a picture of the clip. And what he was talking about, and it was just like, this is y'all just pissed him off, like. <laughs> and I feel like he's got an argument. Yeah, I mean, I, 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 if I had a vote, which I actually tried to get a vote back in the day, if I had a vote, LeBron James would have definitely <clears throat> gotten my vote. So, every so he was week referencing I, though getting sixteen out of how many votes? He was, is that what he, he was saying? It's 101 total first place votes, and he got he got only 16 first place votes. So he was upset with that number. But um, uh, every week I say this: love hate relationship with LeBron James. The only thing I didn't like was when he did speak out. He didn't address Giannis by name. He was like, "The winner deserved to win." I'm like, I mean, you know his name. You just say his name. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like he was very salty. Like he was upset about that. You know, I mean. Each player, each great player needs something to motivate themselves. So if that is so if that's what motivates LeBron, I'm all for it. I just didn't like it the day of the announcement. I didn't like it um, because it does take a little shine from Giannis. And then the fact that LeBron James didn't address him by his name, just called him the player. I was like, OK, that was a little petty, but <laughs> it was just a little, pe- little petty. But I definitely would have voted for LeBron uh, as MVP. And, you know, I put it in the group chat. And one of the guys, he said, well, I'm shocked by that. Well, no, don't be. Because as a player, LeBron James is unstoppable as a player. We we all know that. So you want to build a team around someone like him, someone like Kawhi. Um, that's the prototype. So, yeah, LeBron James had a phenomenal year. And at age 37 for what he did as far as raising his assist total, and I still believe he led the league in assist this year, is amazing. That's a goal he set for himself, and he actually did it. So yeah, yeah, and I and <clears throat> I agree with you. I think it should have been LeBron James. Mm-hmm. Um, There's something about, and you know, this isn't really supposed to matter as much in terms of voting, but LeBron James, the Lakers are still there. They're still in the championship hunt. In, in my eyes, they're still the favorites to win it. Yeah. It doesn't happen without LeBron James being there. Not right. this year. You know, I mean, not. it's almost like it's not a sure thing. Like, it's, it's never that. But this might be one of the best chances LeBron James has ever had in his career to win a championship. And for him to play the style he needed to play, and for that team, like, to do what he needed to do at his age and still play efficiently and healthy and, like, dominate in the playoffs, uh, I, I just don't see how it's not him. And Giannis isn't in the playoffs. No, like, that's a big thing for me. He's fishing. But, yeah. I mean, <clears throat> the, the MVP is a regular season award, uh, but, mm-hmm. but you're right because the MVP has to be the face of the NBA and the face of the NBA shouldn't be home. So, I get it. 
Um, and, and to his credit, I will say this about Giannis. Giannis made a statement where he said he doesn't want to be considered as MVP until he has a championship. So I, I, I like his focus. So now his actions have to match his words. But I do like his focus on that. He doesn't want to be the face of the NBA if he doesn't have a championship. So now the pressure's on the Bucks to help him deliver that. So, But I did like him saying that. And it, and the Bucks did come out and make a comment saying, like, they, they've told – I guess they've had that discussion with him, obviously, already. But they've come out and said that, you know, we're going to – like, they're going to try to do whatever they can to get him help. You know, spend, I guess, essentially was, like, the kind of – like comment they were making is like they're gonna spend money and try to help him, and nothing against Giannis. Like I like Giannis, I just didn't think he was the MVP this year. No, he, he his game isn't fully fleshed out yet. So he <clears throat> he's made great strides, but once his game becomes fully fleshed out, then there's no doubt he he may win a couple of he may win a couple of MVPs, but it was just too premature right now. As far as the Bucks, I mean that's what they're supposed to say. I I get it, but that's what they're supposed to say. So they're capped out. They have no money. Um, they can spend, but then they'll go into uh, going over the salary. Yeah, going over the salary cap. And if they do that three years in a row, then they'll be hit with a luxury. I mean, the uh, oh goodness, the repeater luxury tax, where they'll be charged two dollars more for every dollar amount that they have on payroll. So that's going to be huge. Um, so their window <clears throat> is very short. Um, very short because Giannis doesn't have three years in Milwaukee. He has to make up his mind on what he's going to do in a year. So the Bucks have one year to reload this team. So let's see, you know, what they decide to do. Um, but yeah, a very good week of basketball. Um, I enjoyed it. Have you seen anything in the Eastern Conference playoffs that will allow you to change your mind? Because I know you went with the Celtics. So do you, have you seen anything yet that would allow you to change your mind? Um, it's it's weird like to describe it it's like when I watch these games I get the feeling like they're Miami's to lose and I think it has something to do with a smothering presence I get from Miami and it comes from their their staff, their coaching to their players. And uh, even last night, um, the guys who played well early on, like, uh, well, Tyler played good all game for you guys. He had the um, Robinson making yeah, a lot of big threes. <clears throat> like, you know, you guys were getting some really efficient big plays from your your not main guys. So it's just from top to bottom, I feel like Miami is almost the more talented team. Like especially in what we've seen in these playoffs in this season, like the growth of that team has been very impressive. So just watching Miami, you, you just get a different feel for them. So not saying Boston can't win. But they have to be just so on, like perfect the whole time. Miami's thing right now seems like they can't put together a whole game. Right. 
And so if they can do that, uh, <clears throat> I think they become wildly dangerous. Right. Because no, everybody can – it's like – except for, like, a couple guys who are meant for, for just defense. Like, the whole team can score or have a way to score. And, um, like, last night had you had your main guys firing too and everybody's head in the game, uh, there's no reason why you shouldn't have won because, you know – those other guys were playing really well. Tyler looked like he was having like one of the best games of the whole season for him. He like he can well he missed a couple and made a few mistakes like right at the end, but it seemed like right. that's when the Heat right. were a little more desperate because they were so close to actually right. getting back. But on that run back, uh, I was impressed by their play a lot. So I mean, the Heat talent is just very impressive. Yeah. I, I haven't seen anything yet that'll make me change my my pick. Um, the Heat just need to dig into it defensively for Game Four. That's that's all. It's, they can't lose Game Four right now. The Heat are still in the driver's seat, but now if they lose Game Four, Boston can tie this thing up. You know who knows what could happen at that point. Um, as far as the Western Conference, did you see anything? I know it's just it's going to be Game Two tonight, but did you see anything that in Game One? that would make you think that Denver can shock the Lakers, or do you still think the Lakers are going to go to the NBA Finals? Yeah, I think it can come down to just composure. I think the Lakers would have to have, like, a meltdown of meltdowns, like, team chemistry-wise, everything. Like, it would have to be a disaster. And I don't see that really happening at this point right now. I think they're all on the same page. I think everybody knows their roles, of course, so... I just don't see that happening as much as, like, it seemed, especially in the post-interviews with the Clippers, it seems like even if people weren't talking about it, it seemed like there was problems there. And so I don't think that's an issue with the Lakers. And so this Denver team, the way they just, like, walk teams down and play their own game throughout the course of the series and it works for them long term, I don't think it's going to have the same effect on the Lakers. Like, I, I just I just don't. Um, I still picked Lakers to finish that series off. Um, and I'm hoping for exciting competitive basketball from Denver. I just don't think it's going to have the same effect on the Lakers that it's had on these previous series. Got it. Got it. Okay. Well, the biggest story of the week, of course, <laughs> the destruction, self-destruction of the Clippers. <laughs> I know everyone wanted the LA LA conference finals, but do you think you take the drastic step of breaking up the Clippers this offseason, or do you think this team deserves another year? After the way they talk, I don't think they deserve another year. <laughs> they pissed, they like pissed me off with the post series commentation on the series. I, I just said series twice, but. I mean, they just all sounded like, I don't know, they all liked to talk a lot up until that series, or up until the ending. And I, I don't know, it's like they, they just lost all their fight, all their aggressiveness. It's like they all of a sudden didn't care. All of a sudden there are chemistry issues. Like all of a sudden, the, all these things that you had, you, you've you act like haven't been a problem. You, you said... I think Paul George was quoted as saying it's like we're something along the lines of, yeah, we're trying to win a championship this year. And then at the, I don't know at what point he said that, but then the 
the quote after this series was he said, it was never a championship or bust for us. And I was like, what? What did you just say? Like, I didn't even need to hear the other quote because, of course, why wouldn't it be championship or bust with the coach you have, the city yeah. you're in, the reputation you have, and the rosters, the roster you have? Like, it, of course it's championship or bust. Like, you're like, yeah, we made it to the playoffs. No. So, just all the players said all the wrong things I felt like afterwards. It was ridiculous. It it was the most uh, flabbergasting. Just, I, I couldn't believe Paul George said this wasn't a championship or bust year for us. I think if I'm ownership, I would have been like, what the fuck? You know, mm-hmm. I'm the one putting money into this to keep this ball rolling. I'm the one that's going over the luxury tax to keep this ball rolling. And you say that this is not a championship or bus year. <laughs> it's like every year is a championship or bus year. Um, there are a lot of reports coming out after the game that some of the players were not conditioned properly and were tired and asking for Doc Rivers, you know, to pull them out the game. And that would actually be indicative of the shots um, with Kawhi Leonard and Paul George going scoreless in the fourth quarter of an elimination game. And some of those shots that both of them were taking were way off. They were shooting a lot of threes, a lot of jumpers in that fourth quarter. Neither one of them were really driving to the basket. And a couple of times Kawhi did, the ball was left on the rim. So those guys were gassed. And that's no one's fault but theirs. They should have been conditioned like everyone else in the four-month gap that they wasn't playing. Um, Doc Rivers should have. Look, some people have said he it's not his job because they're grown men. Hey. He should have been checking on the guys, making sure that they're staying conditioned. You know, um, th- this was an absolute failure at all levels in that organization. And I think something drastic is going to change. There's always rumors that they might trade Paul George. So something drastic is going to happen. I, some people say Doc Rivers should be fired. I don't think he's going to be fired. But if he's not fired, something else is going to happen in that organization because they – they're, they're soft as Charmin right now. I I couldn't believe it. Like, it it's it's the last thing you want to hear from who's supposed to be your number two player. I would absolutely trade Paul George. Mm-hmm. Like, the moment he said that shit, I would be like, he's gone. Right. He's right. gone. Right. And who cares? Because he was garbage. <laughs> playoff playoff P. <laughs> Like that was ridiculous. Oh, yeah. And, 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 and it sucks, but you know, they had the prep. They had they had the same time to get ready and do whatever as every other team in this in this bubble. Right. Okay. I don't I don't wanna hear it. I don't wanna right. hear it. If Jokic right. can come back yeah. and be held <laughs> you know, it you know, get out of here. Stop. You're you're <laughs> this prime athlete. You're you're in this prime age group. You're in amazing shape. Mm-hmm. You, you're in. You're up three one. Mm-hmm. You're going to the Western Conference Finals and you're tired. Look, get the fuck out of here! Like how you don't just play through that? How anybody? If anybody asked me to come out of that game, that's who I'd want to trade. 
Well, they, look, they haven't said the names, but if I'm Doc, I might have would have kept them in the game. Just be like, you have to deal with it. But think about this for a moment. Think about this. Between between Denver and between the Clippers, who should have been the team that's tired? The team that's tired should have been Denver coming back from two, three, one deficits. That's the team that should have been gassed. I, I don't understand <laughs> This was a meltdown of all meltdowns. Yeah. It really like, was. It just, it just didn't make sense. It just yeah. didn't make any sense. There has to be major repercussions there. I, I agree with you. I'm not so sure I get rid of Doc Rivers, but something else needs to change there. Yeah. Like In terms of, of management, if those guys weren't ready – then you got to make sure they're ready. And the guys who aren't there mentally, if you're going to get rid of people, get rid of them because there's no room for that in the playoffs. A team that's better on paper will lose every time to right. a team that has the, the more willpower, especially in these points in the playoffs. Right, right, right. I mean, my, Miami's proving that right now in the East. So did you see the shots that C.J. McCollum and Dame Lillard shot? <laughs> That night, because <laughs> it was I hilarious. It was hilarious. Yeah. It was hilarious. <laughs> McCollum more so than Dame, but yeah, it, <laughs> Portland was waiting on that man. It was good. <laughs> and they they had right. I mean, like, I don't know. I would have I would have poked fun at them too because <laughs> some of those guys on that team talked major shit. They did. They did. They talked like they were already the champions. They carried themselves like they were already the champions, and that's where they went wrong at. You're nothing until you earn it. Well, on paper, there's only, like, three teams I thought on paper could actually have that feeling this year. Mm -hmm. Like, it was theirs to lose, and two of them were L.A., and that's why I was so interested in this series. I was like, to me, this is both their year, so I want to see who comes out of this. Mm-hmm. But it wasn't the Clippers year because for Denver to do that, that that just you're not championship caliber. There's something wrong there, and if that's the case, then you don't deserve to be there. Right, right, right. I I, I will say kudos to Jamal Murray. Uh, Jokic is Jokic. You you know what you're gonna get with Jokic every night. But kudos to Jamal Murray because he's really putting himself into the conversation of one of the best young point guards in the NBA with this playoff run. So kudos to him. Uh, brother, I think that is it for this week, man. <laughs> it's been it's been a fun week. Yeah, yeah, we pretty much covered everything. So, hey, when you guys have a chance, you know, stop by the hardwoodnation.net for all your NBA news and opinions. Any last word, Bryce? Um, no, I'm just uh, I'm excited to see more of this Boston Heat series. Uh, this is another. Boston has to win two games in a row for this to be a series. Otherwise, yeah. Heat have it, I think. Yeah. But so, but if they if they win the next game, and Miami has some odd, you know, like I said, you never know what the Heat are going to do for a whole game. You guys might slip, but I think it's yours to win right now. So we'll see. Yeah, yeah. If Boston ties us up, the pressure is definitely on Miami. So. But one, one good thing about Miami is that they played their best with their backs against the wall. So we'll see what happens with that. But, hey, guys, we're trying to grow this channel. So please like, share, and subscribe. Hit the notification button. So anytime we upload a video, it'll be right there for you to watch. That's it for this week's episode. 
of the Hardwood Nation's Flagrant 2 podcast. See you later.